This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, everything's in flux this week from the Bills' schedule to travel departure. I mean, they're playing on a Saturday on Christmas Eve. And then obviously with the weather and the situation happening not only in Chicago, but in Western New York, travel there, travel back, the game itself. It's all been really a lot of speculation. And now at least we know some things that we can talk about here on It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. Welcome in Sal Capaccio, WGR Sports Radio 550, and Matt Bove, WKBW TV Channel 7 Sports Director in Buffalo. Well, Matt, um, this has really thrown everybody for some sort of loop, some sort of chaos, if you will, including you. I mean, you're not even going to be able to necessarily even get to Chicago for this game. No, we pulled the plug and I appreciate the managers at channel seven for kind of even reaching out initially before I even had to. And they basically just told me like, listen, this is your call, but we don't want you to miss Christmas. We don't want you to be stuck in Chicago by yourself with bad weather for a game that's, you know, being played on Christmas Eve. It's just, there are so many different hurdles that you would have to jump over to get out there. Now it's obviously a little bit different for you because you're going to be on the charter, but for commercial travel in and out of Buffalo this weekend, we're recording this really early Thursday morning. I turned on the local news this morning. The airports were insane. The amount of people who moved their flights from yesterday Uh or Saturday until today, because they thought this was kind of the last way of getting out were mind boggling, but it's not just one side. It's not just getting out of Buffalo. It's getting out of Buffalo and getting into Chicago where right now it's bad. And then getting back to Buffalo and commercially, there's one flight that can be made on Saturday night after the game. It's a seven o'clock flight. So it's already a tight turn for a noon game. And, in and, and, and there's no like guarantee that's going to do it and make that's it. what I'm I mean, saying. Yeah, that's what I mean. The weather is going to be so bad. And by the way, when we say today and tomorrow, just so everybody knows we're talking on Thursday morning, Matt and I mm-hmm. were doing this podcast on Thursday morning. When we say today, we're referring to Thursday because the bills are going to leave Thursday evening. Now we'll get to that in a second. That's the other part. So even if you decided that you were going to be able to drive, let's say because of the flight situation, there's no guarantee you get back. Um, you could have three-way closures. You could maybe get all the way to Pennsylvania and then, sorry, you're not going anywhere. Get to Erie. You know, what's funny. You know how we always talk about how sometimes like good coaches have to sit down their players to protect them from themselves. And it sounds like such like a foreign concept to all of us regular humans. I kind of feel like that's how my bosses had to treat me this week because 
I think I was ready to do kind of any means necessary to get to Chicago, but right. they were just like, don't like, please don't like, yeah. we don't want you to be stuck in an airport by yourself on Christmas. Uh, this is not a pity party for anybody, but you know, we, the bills played a game on uh, Halloween this year. They played a game on Thanksgiving this year. They're going to be playing a game the day after New Year's, and we're going to be traveling on New Year's this year. So there's a lot of holidays that have been affected by the bill schedule. So for me, I'm going, I don't even really have any plans because I don't know what the weather's going to be like back in Buffalo. I may just be stuck in my house, sitting on my couch, watching the game. And then if the players are available on Zoom after, I'll hop onto the Zoom calls. If not, I'll be, you know, following all of you guys to see what everybody says. And I'm wondering what it looks like just being in Chicago for a whole day where nowhere to go basically because of the weather, because I will be with the traveling party with the team, obviously on the charter where we'll get in on late on Thursday night and then Friday all day. Normally we'd be traveling on Friday for a Saturday game. Mm-hmm. I'm basically, I'm gonna have to find things to do, uh, watch some movies, go work out, do things like that because Chicago's not going to be basically a bustling city on Friday with the weather that's coming there either. No, so it's going to be challenging. And, and with the team, by the way, my assumption is they'll do like a walkthrough in the hotel. You know, I think that's basically what they'll probably have to do on Friday. I had some nice little Chicago plans too. I've got a good friend of mine who lives in Chicago. Yeah. I was going to visit him. Um, I was going to do a, I was going to have dinner. Friday night, the night before the game. Now it's not Christmas Eve, but you know, the feast of the seven fishes, a very Italian thing. There was a restaurant in Chicago that had that as an option. So a couple of us were going to go and get that for dinner. So there was going to be, you know, it was going to be a nice little time getting ready for the Christmas Eve day, Christmas Eve day game. But now that's all out the window. It's been, you've covered the team longer than I have. This is my eighth season covering the team. I started in 2014. And I don't remember anything like this. I don't remember anything. The COVID year was completely different because of the circumstances, but weather impacting like the season, you had the game already get moved to Cleveland. You have this game where the team has to fly out earlier. You have the game last week where all week we heard about what's the weather going to be like, what's going to happen. Then it ultimately wasn't even that bad until the end of the game. It just feels like every week there's been one of these kind of layers to it. There have been very few just nice controlled weather settings that the bills have played in this year. And then getting back, like you said, could be a challenge even for the charter for players, for staff. Um, I know that I've spoken to meteorologists who said, yeah, that, that could be challenging, but you know, it's the NFL and hopefully they'll <laughs> pull some magic and say, we're getting back regular scheduled time and getting back everybody back home. So you know, that's Christmas Eve. And I'd like to be here before Santa arrives at my house. Let's just say that, you know, that'd yeah. be nice. I have a nine-year-old and I'd like to be here with him on Christmas Eve. And like you said, it's not a pity party. We have a great job. We have great jobs, great lives. We do things that, you know, are, are, are awesome. And a lot of people would love to do not complaining at all, but in these challenging situations where humans like anybody else, we're wondering what it looks like for us, what it looks like for our family. We have to keep everybody updated. Um, and then obviously I'll be in Chicago, Matt. I'll be thinking of everybody back here because it will be a big storm could have some power outages, things like that. So we just want everybody to stay safe and be prepared for all that stuff. I am terrified, but cautiously optimistic because we bought our house in 2019 and our house has a built-in generator and knock on wood. We have not needed the built-in generator at any point. 
I have a feeling this weekend I'm going to find out if the mm. built-in generator works or not. Now, how would you I know? Have, if I don't know, if the power goes out and everything turns back on. It's not like a there's not like a switch. I don't know what a built-in no. generator is. No, a built-in generator is like it almost looks like an air conditioner. It's off the back of my house and it's yeah. basically when you lose power, there's probably 5 or 10 seconds and then all of a sudden everything is supposed to turn back on and you're supposed to be then running off of the generator. And it's not like you're going to go out there and gas it up or plug it in or do anything. It's just set up. So the woman who owns the house was older. So I think for a lot of people, once you've gotten to you know that point where you can't just run outside, gas up a generator like everybody does in the winter storms, these built-in generators are the best option. So it feels like with the winds, the bitter cold temperatures, the snow, there's going to be a lot of places in Western New York impacted. And up to this point, we have not lost power for more than like five seconds. So if we do lose power, I think I'm going to find out pretty quick if that built-in generator actually works. <laughs> Matt, I bought a generator when I was in Florida because of hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Bought it in the like two, it's early 2000s, I guess. Somewhere between yeah. 5 and 10. Mm-hmm. It's here in my house. I've never even taken it out of the box. And I'm, I'm no, I don't even know like, how to use it or if I should. And I'm like, should I do that this weekend before I leave or my family? Like, And I feel like a chump because of that. But I've never had to use it for any reason. I think... That's one of those reverse psychology moments where because you've never taken it out of the box, we've never needed it and that you've never needed it. And that's a good thing. It's like getting up at the restaurant when you're waiting for your food to go to the bathroom and then you come back and your food's already there. It's like that. It's like if you take it out of the box, we're going to just get absolutely pelted with a storm where everybody loses power. So just keep it snowed away in the box. All right. Good. I'll keep it snowed away and hopefully everything's okay with everybody here. All right. Well. Look, we, we spent a lot of time talking about the weather, but it is football related. Obviously we don't know, um, you know, what the travel situation is going to look like logistically. There are plans obviously in place. The bills have altered. They're going to go to Chicago on Thursday evening, hopefully get back on time. There is a game Saturday in Chicago, 1 PM Eastern, 12 PM, uh, central time. And they are calling for it to possibly be the coldest home game in bears history. At least one of them we're talking wind chills well below zero. We're talking a high temperature of like eight degrees, but winds whipping at like 25, 30 miles an hour. And even, even more maybe during the game and gusting. So let's talk about that. What that all looks like here. And it's always game day in Buffalo.